Welcome back to the Fantasy Kings podcast. I'm your host, The Peas, joined by my co-host, Carlito. Say what up. What up, everybody? How you doing, Peas? Doing great, man. Getting ready to talk about my favorite subject, the running backs. So what we're going to do today is we are going to look at the top 12 running backs. The running backs. Y'all uh, ranked by it's going to be we're going to use the expert consensus ranking, the ECR, and give you a little bit of our thoughts on basically what you should be looking to pay for those guys if you want them in auction. Absolutely. Yep. So first off, we've got Christian McCaffrey ranked number one run CMC. He's a bad man. But if you want him in an auction league, you got to be willing to spend between 30 and 35 percent of your budget to go get him. He's not cheap. But he produces. And do you think you're going to get him again this year for the fourth consecutive year in a row? Probably. I'm sure. Um, I don't doubt it, and I bet you he will overspend. Um, he's accustomed to always overspending on CMC. Um, I'll, um, you know, I think I'll just go ahead and avoid him. Um, I'll, I'm just going to pick Austin Eckler right off the bat. He got paid. He's a workhorse. He's on a good team. They win a lot, and. I think he was like 50% of like all of the Chargers offense last year and also had the most uh, touchdowns. So I'm looking to get Eckler if I'm uh, targeting a running back first and I'm willing to spend up to 30% for him. Um, but hopefully not, but I'm willing to. Yeah, I mean, Eckler too is at the ECR is unsurprising. I think you're going to have to spend more to get him. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, number three on the ECR is going to be Saquon Barkley who did not get a new deal. He did not uh, get paid. Yeah, yeah so he's, he's on the <laughs> franchise tag, so we'll watch and see how that goes. But Barkley's the guy that I see going around 30% in, uh, you know, 30% of your auction budget. So that's... that. I'd be okay with him there. It's just one of those things where you got to get closer to the season to see what he's really going to do. Exactly. I think this year more so you're, you're paying premium prices, whereas last year you were getting a heavy discount yeah, and yeah. You, you basically got a top you know, five running back easily. This year uh, you're going to get one, but you're going to have to pay for it. Yep. Um, um, I'll throw in somebody who's you know super high risk, high reward, but he's got all the talent in the world. He's new. He's a rookie. Uh, Bishon Robinson. Um, at the fourth pick, um, I think it would honestly be stupid not to go after someone who's going to get the full workload. I think they're going to trust in him. He's young, he's got the wheels, um, and I'm willing to spend anywhere between you know 20 to you know 25 percent just on him. If I can get him as my RB one, um, I think I'd be happy with that. Yeah, if I don't get CMC, I'm going to be targeting Bijan, but he is you know like you said, he's a rookie. So there's a lot that's really going into that. We're just going to have to see what happens. You know, rookie running backs, high risk, high reward. And to get Bijan, you're going to have to pay. Right. So uh, number five on the expert consensus ranking is going to be Jonathan Taylor. Last year, got hurt, had some injury concerns after a monster year the year before. But I still think I think the value is there. I've been, it's still there, and I yeah. agree. I think, yeah, I think people are coming kind of sleeping on him a little bit. Um, but from an auction perspective, totally cool with um, him being a number one too you know depending on yeah. where, you, where you get I, I see him going in the 25 to 28% range is what I'm is what I think because you, you know yeah you're going to get a little bit of the injury discount from last year uh, but depending on you know what other running backs are looking at I he, he's kind of on that level for me to where just a slight below the top four I agree because I think he's going to be used as a dual threat speaking of dual threat let's talk about Tony Pollard um, he also did not get paid. Um, 
but his talent last year i think anyone who watched cowboys games really saw that he was the one that had the spark he was the one that had the juice he's the one that had the burst through all the holes and some of those games he just went off um i think this year he's gonna get way more of a chance even though he didn't get paid i think they'll still use him uh, regardless of him getting that long-term contract. So uh, I think he's an easily, you know, between, you know, 18 to max 25% is your RB1 as well. Yeah, and with Pollard, it's one of those things where he is um, he's coming off an injury, but he's a Cowboy. And, you know, Cowboy fans are always going to spend money for their guy. So I think Pollard's going to go for a lot more than maybe the guys ranked ahead of him just because that's the nature of the beast. But at number uh, seven here, we've got another guy who didn't get paid is still on the franchise tag, Josh Jacobs. Now, Jacobs crushed last year. RB1, killing the game. He was the surprise. Last year, preseason, there were a lot of people talking about how he wasn't even worth being drafted in the top 30 running backs. Yeah, and I think he's, what, one of three Alabama running backs. It goes Derrick Henry's the first one, the longest one in the league, and then he's right after, who's also just been workhorse galore. I mean, last year, he's single-handedly beat me in a couple of rounds and i was pissed yeah <laughs> uh, always at the worst time but i think from an auction perspective uh he didn't get paid but what do you i, I think uh conservative depending on your style i think between you know 15 to maybe 22 25 would be if you really love him but even then he's definitely gonna go for around 15 to 20 percent i think he's closer to 20 percent, bordering on 25 percent. but the thing is he might hold out he, you know, what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and also, you know, with the Patriots, which bring up Ramondre Stevenson, he was a beast last year, just like, um, you know, Jacobs. He has the opportunity fully this year. Um, it looks like Damian Harris just fell off a cliff, uh, and everyone else did too. So I think he's getting, you know, the full nod, the full green light. I'm willing to pay potentially up to 20% because, you know, New England is traditionally not, you know, a passing team and they run the rock. They pound. Uh, and I think that's a guy that, you know, we should target. Uh, maybe at the, you know, early first, um, you know, second round spot would be, you know, good for him. Still is an RB1 potential upside, but I think more or less he'd be a solid RB2. Yeah. Um, and at number nine in the ECR, we've got Nick Chubb. Now, he doesn't get too many catches, but Nick Chubb is going to be the workhorse in Cleveland. He's going to get their goal line work. He's going to get a, probably 20 carries a game. He's a guy that is just always consistent, I feel like. So Nick Chubb, I at number nine, I feel pretty good about him. I honestly think you can get Chubb around, around 18%, uh, maybe a little bit higher or lower, just depending on how the draft is going. But Chubb is one of those guys who I'll probably be targeting as my, you know, targeting to try to get maybe a little bit of a discount on because people are looking at it, some bigger names. Absolutely. And this year, I think I'm actually going to really try to target him on uh, one particular reason every year previously. Um, I didn't even have him on my radar. Then I play up against him and I'm like, why didn't I get this guy? Um, so I'm definitely uh, looking for an opportunity to get him because I'm usually going to go wide receiver first. But I think I would be super comfortable having him as my RB1. He's going to get you stats and touches. Um, so um, after him, another bruiser uh, is Derrick Henry the King. Um, this guy single-handedly is just one people leagues by himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can really go off for three touchdowns, four touchdowns in a game, and over 100, 200 yards. yards yeah, yeah, easy. Uh, it's it's almost like his people are sleeping on him a little bit. He's aging. He's getting a little bit older. The just style. They just got a new 
wide receiver there in DeAndre Hopkins. But I mean, I think uh, Derrick Henry is still going to have that brand name recognition to go anywhere between 15 to 20 percent. Um, and I think I, he has the RB1 uh, caliber uh, with him as well. Yeah, and you know he's got a little bit of a injury history, and he's got a lot of carries, but he's still, you know, it's one of those he's still producing. So Derrick Henry at number ten. So bringing up number eleven, talking about injuries, Brees Hall for the Jets. He got hurt last year. He was having a hell of a year, but you know now the Jets' offense is completely different with Aaron Rodgers. He's going to see a lot less uh, defenders in the box just on Rodgers' presence alone. So Brees Hall is another guy. Right now, ECR's got him at 11, and he's a guy who I would say is probably, you know, again, depending on your draft, you're looking at between 15 and 20% of the budget. Um, but, you know, it's he's one of those guys that I'll be looking to maybe sneak in, you know, and try to get him a little, little bit of a discount if some people fall asleep. And I agree. And I think the Jets, you know, this year there's a little bit of buzz around them. They're on hard knocks. You got Aaron Rodgers there. So I think they could throw. I think they could run. Uh, and he's basically the guy that they've trust in. And he had the opportunity to be spectacular last year. And I think he has the opportunity again this year. So I'm cool with that. Um uh, speaking of last year, though, let's talk about someone who's kind of a dud, maybe at least where you drafted him, uh, Najee Harris. He's going to be rounding it off at the 12th spot. Um, I'm happy with him being, you know, your final RB1, if that's who you want to invest in. Um, last year, I think he had the opportunity. The year before that, he was a beast. He just didn't produce. I mean, he had the touches. I think is really more related to the Steelers' offensive line. But this year, uh, not that they got, you know, crazy better, but... I think he's just was in a down year last year, and I think he's going to have all the touches. And I think from a percentage of your budget, uh, I'm comfortable with anyone paying at least you know 15% of their total budget on him, and that's good. Yeah, I agree. 15% sounds pretty good for Najee. A little bit higher, maybe if you're trying to get you know if you if you need a running back, he's a guy that's you know he's going to get touches. He's he's a touch monster. The volumes there. He's got a very high floor. But his ceiling isn't as high as you might like to see. But I still think him at number 12 is pretty good. Yeah. So that's where we are with our top 12 ECR running backs and what we think we're going to, uh, you know, what we're looking to spend at an auction for them. Colin, any final thoughts before we sign off? Um, No, I just, you know, I'm a little interested in just how it's going to go because I think basically everybody we talked about in the top 12, uh, some people can be fortunate enough to spend all of their budget, depending on their style, to get the top two within, you know, this group. But most people are going to have the majority of these names is just their RB1. So I think uh, all these players have excitement and the opportunity to be there. It's just who's actually going to perform. And that's what's great about auction. You go get your guys, build your roster how you want. So that'll close our episode on running backs. Keep an eye out for our episode on receivers. We'll be coming out shortly. And remember, when you play fantasy, play for the crowd. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fantasy Football Kings. You can always reach out to us on Twitter at FFB underscore Kings or like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're available wherever you get podcasts. So don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.